everyone. Welcome back to the Failing Awesomely podcast. On this week's episode, I have my husband back again. Hi, babe. Hey. (laughs) And we are going to be talking about my first week post-chemo treatment. So I had my first chemo treatment on April 20th, and I feel really, really good right now, aside from the sore that I have on my tongue. So if I sound funny tonight, it's because of the sore. Promise you I haven't been drinking. No, no drinking. Or doing anything bad. Um, I've just, it, it sometimes is a side effect of chemotherapy. And I'm going through that, but I will get into all of that and more in a minute. Hi, friends. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the Failing Awesomely podcast. I'm Lindsay Garcia, and I have a desire to share my stories of failure. Yes, failure in business, motherhood, relationships, and while chasing big, big dreams. To say I've taken a lot of risks in my life would be an understatement. Here's the thing. In every failed attempt, there are multiple lessons to be learned, and coming out on top is not only possible, but I can almost guarantee it. Hey, if you fail, that's okay. Learn from it and turn it into something awesome. Week one done. I have another week before I have my second infusion, but I'm just happy to be able to be on this podcast feeling so, 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 so good. You look great, babe. Thank you. You are reacting pretty well to this chemo. I think so in comparison to what they tell you you can feel and what other people have told me, their side effects and just what you can read from looking up the medication that I'm on. Um, I know that I didn't have the exact medication names. I didn't have that written down when I was telling people my treatment a couple episodes ago. But right now I am taking adriamycin and cytoxin. So adriamycin, if you're familiar with it, it's um, commonly called red devil because it's literally red and also because it's uh, one of the drugs names starts with RD. So yeah, a little fun fact for you. Fun facts that you learn in cancer awareness groups <laughs> and when you are fighting it. Yep. But it yeah, it really has been a great week. Um, I was still super nervous Monday morning to go in for my first treatment. I had We had a great Sunday. It started off not that great for me. I was really nervous and kind of thinking all the things you shouldn't be thinking about. And then my mom and David threw... Um, or th- Planned. planned the car parade for me, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Turned out so good. It was. And it really filled my spirit and just it was exactly what I needed. So Monday morning, um, I was feeling okay. I was ready. I was ready to get the first treatment done, but I was very, very nervous because you don't know what to expect. And I had I first had a um an appointment with my oncologist and she went over everything with me. Um, kind of just went over what to expect, side effects again, and just was there to answer any questions. And then I went up to the infusion room and they, first off, I have to say our cancer institute, you feel like you are getting chemotherapy as a celebrity. Like it is so beautiful. The Ambi Barshinger Cancer Institute is beautiful. And the individual pods that they have where you get your treatment are just 
they feel like luxury pods and little mini sweets they are they're like little mini sweets and it's it's if you have to get treatment man like this is how you want to get it you kind of feel important and they treat you that way too which is fantastic i'm sure that helps quite a bit with your attitude it does the view is great it's it's so nice um but they go in and they do a lot of things to assess you to make sure that you're ready for chemotherapy. I had already had my blood work done the week before, so I didn't need to do that again. That is something that will change every other treatment from here on out. I will have to get blood work done first. They'll have to wait on those results. Then as long as my blood work comes back with my blood counts being high enough, then I they send off to get my chemo Mm -hmm. and then I get my infusion. So, um, it'll be a little bit longer, um, each time I'm there than it was this past time, but at least I know what I'm in for now. So they assess you, they take all your vitals, your weight, everything. They ask you a lot of questions. They give you medication that helps with nausea and then they start you on fluids first um, but I have, I have a port. I'm, I'm not sure if I, if I said that yet on here, but I, you did, I, I you did described okay. them, uh, putting that in. Oh yeah. And how much anxiety mm-hmm. I had after that. That's right. Correct. Um, yeah, that was, that was a pretty big deal. So I did talk about that. I have a port. So what, what I was prescribed before, um, chemo was a cream, a numbing cream that I can put on an hour before I'm getting anything. So whether that's chemo or whether I'm getting labs done, like they can draw it from my port site. So next week I will actually put the numbing cream on an hour before getting my labs because then they can leave the port site open for my chemo later on. Um, But it's, it's an amazing cream that really, really works because I did not feel the needle going in at all. I felt nothing. Now in regards to needles, is this like a big needle or it's is it big. like a flu shot needle? Oh, no. It's like a, a big tack. So what it looks like as far as the thing that hooks to your port, it's like a, another little pad. And then it has a thick needle sticking out of it. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh. But I just braced myself. And like I said, this numbing cream works because I did not feel anything. Wow. So thank goodness for that. And then they start you with uh, 30 minutes of fluids first mm-hmm. to kind of hydrate your body, get your body ready for the drugs. And then I had my um, my adriamycin first, the red devil first. It is literally red. And they injected that via syringe for 15 minutes. Oh, so they had to stand there by hand and inject that one? Yes. It's a huge syringe. It's probably like... I wonder why they don't use an IV for that. It's um, a lot of times the dosage for that or is the bag. The bag, yeah. Right. It's so small that it's not worth it to put them in bags. So mm-hmm. they put them in like a, I mean, this syringe is probably like an inch and a half in I mean, diameter. I'm familiar how they like, they can put a syringe into like an IV and then yeah. shoot you up with that. So it's kind of like but Yeah, that. it's like a really big one. Okay. And they just sit there with you for 15 minutes. Like you're just talking to this (laughs) nurse for 15 minutes. What do you talk about? Anything. My kids, their kids, mostly. What's going on in the world? You know, with the coronavirus, it's like there's 
a lot to talk about. That's pretty much what everybody's talking about. Um, but yeah, you sit there and you get that injection. And while um, getting that one, I had to chew on ice because that's the one that can create the the mouth sores and the dryness and they kind of just want you to keep something in your mouth and also to hydrate it. Mm-hmm. So um, I chewed on ice during that one, but I still got a sore. Darn it. And then they did Cytoxin for 30 minutes, which was in a bag. Do they give you like a break in between or is it just one right no, after the other? I don't, I don't remember a break. I think, well, they gave me, they asked me if I needed to go to the bathroom because they didn't have me hooked up to anything. They're like, if you want to go to the bathroom, you can go now. And I didn't have to. So I just, I was like, keep it going. So then you're, you're on the, the bag for 30 minutes of that. And then they flush out your port and you're done. And so it was actually pretty quick. They, they say three, three and a half hours, but that is honestly for the whole entire time you're there, like plan to be there three, three and a half hours. So for me, this visit, it was because I was seeing my oncologist first. This next time, I'll be getting my labs and then going up to the infusion room and getting assessed kind of while they have to wait for my blood work. And then once they get my blood work in, they can send uh, for the pharmacy to bring up my chemo and um, and yeah, and get it done. Yeah, so that's one thing I learned about the Ann B. Barshinger um, Cancer Institute, they they mix their own chemo drugs there inside. They do, so yeah. They, they can kind of mix the concoction exactly to your needs and what absolutely your levels are and how you're yeah. testing that morning. That's kind of cool. No, it's very cool, and um, I'm thankful that everything is done in house for sure. So, I I knew that the possible side effects were. Feeling drowsy, feeling really, really tired, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation. Sorry. Those are the ones you want to talk about. But mouth sores, haha. Um, there's kind of a bunch of things, but the big ones that they worry about are the first ones I mentioned. And I will tell you, and I think this was mostly because of the anti nausea medication, but the day one was by far the hardest still not hard but I was so stinking tired I felt like I was going to fall asleep in the infusion chair and again I think that's because of the anti-nausea medications because that really 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 makes you tired you're actually supposed to take it at night but they give you an extra dose before chemo because when you're first getting it injected I guess you know that's when it's strongest in your body it's being flushed through all your veins right then and there so they want to get ahead of the nausea um and so I definitely I was I was out of it the rest of the day as you know oh I do it was a little unnerving at first because one I didn't get to go to any of these like cancer information classes that they had for us and I didn't really know what to expect on our end and I mean they give you literature and you kind of read up on how you're going to be tired and you could be out of it for a little bit but you were like done for the day we got you you actually walked back to the to the car and got we got you in the car and on the way home you you passed out mouth open and everything and I was like wow like she's she's gonna sunk out when we get home so we got home and you ate a little food which I was surprised but then after that I mean you were just 
you were done. Well, I mean, one of the reasons I ate was first off, I I didn't really eat that much. No, I think all you all had day. that morning was a little bit of some juice. And I had a little bit of oatmeal. oatmeal. I knew I wanted some kind of good, healthy carb in my body to kind of absorb things in my stomach. So hopefully that would help with the nausea. Um, and I ate, I ate a little something because I knew from what I had been told by some people in my breast cancer support groups and by a friend, the first two to three hours after chemo, other than feeling tired, at least for me, you don't really feel the onset of nausea yet if you're going to. So you should eat within that window. So I made sure to eat within that window. And I also we went for a walk because I guess I kind of felt I still was very tired, but I took like a tiny nap in the car. <laughs> yeah, well, we got you home and it's the plan was to get you home and give you something to eat. And then you were going to go upstairs and relax in the bed pretty much for the rest of the day. Just And then we kind of hung out on the couch for a little bit and you took a little bit of a nap on the couch. But you woke up maybe like an hour and a half after that once Emmett woke up from his nap and felt good enough to go for a walk. I really wanted that to be something consistent that I do every day if possible. Unless, I mean, we've had a lot of rainy days, so there have been two to three days that we haven't walked. But I've, I want to stay active. I want to at least move my body because I know how much that's going to help me mm-hmm. with the side effects. So we walked day one, and I came back, and I passed out on the couch again mm-hmm. after that. And you put the boys to bed and everything, and I was still zonked out on the couch. And then I went straight upstairs, took my last anti-nausea med, and went to out. sleep. <laughs> yes, that's, that's pretty much how it went. A lot of sleeping that first day. I did feel nauseous towards bedtime, but because I was about to take my my bedtime anti-nausea p- medicine, I didn't do anything but just take that and went to bed. And when I woke up, I did not feel nauseous the next day. I was still, I was super tired in the morning. I remember feeling like I did not want to get up. I was so tired. Yeah, but I think the first day and a half, pretty much the first two days like the day of the infusion and then the next day there was a lot of resting going on yes I think it wasn't until the evening of the day after your infusion where you really kind of started to get some energy and pick it up and then day three I mean you were like a whole new person you were I yeah and probably the new last on pro shot had a lot to do with that that's right that's the um you have this like patch on your arm. Yes. And I forgot to talk about that too. So before I left infusion, they put my new last on pro. It's supposed to be my immune booster to help build back up my immune system from the chemotherapy drugs. So they put that on the back of my right arm. And the reason it's always going to be my right arm is because I cannot inject anything into my left arm anymore since I had an axillary dissection. All of my lymph nodes under my armpit are gone. So therefore, you don't want to be stuck and risk infection on that side. So it's always going to be on my right. Any IVs, any shots, any anything medical that I ever have for the rest of my life is always going to be on my right side or on my legs if they have to. Or your booty. Or my booty, I guess. Yeah, I guess you get shots in your butt. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, they put the new Lesta on pro 
on to the back of my arm and they turn it on and it beeps for what feels like forever. It's just like a beep, 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 beep. And you're just sitting there anticipating because what it's going to do is going to prick you prick you and inject a really tiny catheter into your arm and then 27 hours later it injects the medicine and about an hour after that you can then take it off once that went off the next day I kind of that's when I started to feel better and I think it was because of that new last on pro it must have been that I didn't really put two and two together because yeah, you told me that you got the little thing went off. It started beeping, and then you were just waiting and waiting. And then Prick. I remember you were like, "Let's go for a walk. Let's go do this." You were oh, running yeah. around the house with the boys. You were playing mo- uh, Robot Monster or Trolls yeah, World Tour. Yeah, definitely gives you a boost of energy for sure. You were just having a good time with them. I, th- I've been taking notes in my phone, like daily notes. Oh yeah. They told us to keep a a journal mm-hmm. for like post treatment like every day post-treatment and kind of keep a journal on how you're feeling, what you're eating, what we did. That way we can kind of reference that every week Yes. because you're supposed, supposed to mimic your symptoms every single, every single round. So yes, I have they notes. typically say that however you feel from the start of treatment every single day, that's, that's typically how you're going to feel every round of treatment. So um, on day two, I will say that I felt a teeny tiny bit of nausea, but honestly, it was so small that I didn't take anything else. And I did have a dull headache for the next couple of days, Um, but it was dull. I think I took in a leave on the third day. And I was one of the people who actually gets constipated, not diarrhea so on night three I did take a light laxative and not that anybody needs to know about my bowels but I've been regular ever since so it's a good thing (laughs) good job babe. yay I feel like a toddler (laughs) (laughs) she went today yay um but yeah but it's been great so I think that new last on pro shot really really helps And day four on, I've been feeling great. I started working out again. We've been walking every day that it's been nice. And yeah, I I feel like if... Day four, I have notes here. It says, had a pretty awesome day. Very much like herself today. Allowed me to work on the lawn. Oh, yeah. No headache. No nausea. Ate kind of like a cheat day. I did. So that's another thing. It wasn't just you. But that's another thing about this new last to on pro shot because it is kind of like a steroid shot, I think. And that can sometimes make you super, super hungry. And I think that's why I've been eating a little bit more day four on. And I'm I'm hoping that I can like cut that back because I am starving. Like I will eat something and two hours later I'm starving. I think it's good too keep your appetite up and it is but i don't want to gain okay to 20 pounds during chemo either I, I, I think that's pretty rare with chemo patients so i wouldn't know that's worry not rare that. it's actually very common to gain weight when you're on chemotherapy i'll have to fact check that do it okay come at me bro no, no, no <laughs> i mean yes ma'am i apologize <laughs> for questioning your intelligence i'm sorry 
Y'all heard it here. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My husband apologized. The other side effect with new Lasta that can happen is you can get some bone pain. And what you take for that is over-the-counter Claritin. Mm-hmm. Not Claritin D. Not Claritin D, but just regular Claritin. So I have been taking that consistently every single night since the day I was in, since night two. And we didn't have to go out and buy that because your husband is kind of a snuffleupagus when mm-hmm. it comes to allergies. Yes. So we had that in the uh, cupboard. So he had that for me. So I haven't had to go out to the store and buy anything extra. Um, that was great. And yeah, so far so good. I did experience a little bit of bone pain this day five. I think it I was say. At, during our walk you mentioned it. Yes, I could feel it. But um, Claritin's really been working. I haven't felt anything since then. It's an antihistamine, so. Yeah. Anyway. It's been doing good. Good. I think, um, oh, before I get into why I think my side effects have been minimal, I, I also wanted to say the one side effect of chemo that has happened to me too is sometimes you get some smell and food aversions. Oh yes, I forgot to talk And that about has that. definitely happened. I definitely crave a more bland diet. We are a family that heavily cooks in garlic and I cannot handle that right now, which I love garlic. So it's a big bummer and it's so good for you. So, I mean, we still cook with it just with a lot less. Yeah, I feel it, like I'm using more ugh. garlic powder for you yes. instead of the real garlic. Real garlic just makes me want to... Yeah, there were a couple of mm. meals that I made for you and you had to turn them back. Cause yeah, I was going to hurl. Too much garlic. Mm-mm. Yeah. Stinks, but it's temporary. I've heard from a lot of people that... Just like when you're pregnant, which honestly, some of my side effects, I I feel like... It's like the first trimester of pregnancy. (laughs) It's very, very similar. So if you've been pregnant before, that's what chemo felt like for me. Uh, But only for the first three to four days. And other than that, the food aversion and the smells are the only thing that's kind of still lingered. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I got a mouth sore today, which I've been doing so, so good at brushing my teeth multiple times a day. And because they say, like, just clear out your mouth after you've eaten, which I've done. Mm -hmm. And then I also oil pool every night. And if you don't know what oil pooling is, just Google it so I don't have to go into a huge explanation. But I oil pool with coconut oil. It grosses David out, but it's so, so good for you. It's so good for your oral hygiene. It, um, it's a, it's 20 minutes of. It's so good for you, though. Oh, and, and she's trying to say, hey, babe, can you do this? But it's this. <laughs> and I'm over here like, sure, babe. Huh? Okay. Bye. You should know what I say. Now, I can I can oil pull talk to Andy, my brother, and he knows exactly what I'm saying. Well, you guys share a special bond. I know we do. But... Oh, Andy's on the couch over here and he goes, well, there was one time that I couldn't, but yeah, other than that, he always knows what I'm saying. Um, but I think that has really helped. Um, Your oral hygiene to begin with is top notch. Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I'm a pretty big stickler for flossing and 
brushing and oil pulling, doing all of that kind of stuff. But um, it hasn't necessarily helped me completely rid myself of mouth sores. But I think my problem today, I know, is I drank too much caffeine. Ooh, I drank too much caffeine and not enough water. Mm. And I'm normally a huge, huge water drinker and only drink like a cup or two of coffee, especially since chemo. But today I had like three cups of coffee. Oh, wow. I didn't and, know that. Yeah. And of course, then I get a mouth sore. So anytime you take in too much caffeine, that's that can kind of make that happen. There are five things that we have done throughout this week that I think have helped in aiding my minimal side effects of chemotherapy. One being that we already said this, we've walked almost every day. Staying active. Staying active, working out on the days you feel good, at least getting out and walking, doing like a nice brisk walk for 30 minutes. I think that's really, really helped me. We've also been juicing, Mm, yes, which I think is key. Juicing gets nutrients into your body quickly. So on days where you don't feel like eating too much or, or you're eating more bland carbs because that's sits well in your stomach drinking a juice it'll get you all the nutrients that you need and fast so i think that that's been a huge 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 plus it's like extremely delicious now that yes, we've been doing it so for delicious almost a month now mm-hmm. we i mean i love it we finally got wheatgrass and i can't wait to take a wheatgrass shot tomorrow okay i'm starting to get excited about wheatgrass and celery and it's mm, so good crazy moving on I know that this, um, you know, not everybody who listens to the podcast is a person of faith, but my faith, man, has gotten me through. God is my strength and my defense, and he has lifted me up, and he has answered prayers for minimal side effects for me, and I am so, so grateful to him. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Along with that, I think having a positive attitude and believing, truly believing that chemo is going to be used to attack cancer and not harm me. I mean, I'm, I'm believing that every single day and I'm praying about it, but I'm also just like positively like putting it out there and believing it and declaring it and saying it. And I think that's been huge. And I, when I talk to people about it, I have a positive attitude about it to where people kind of look at me like, are you sure you have cancer? I remember our neighbor, he was like, you have you really? Mm-hmm. You have cancer? <laughs> yeah, you're shocked. I just don't look like a cancer patient. Not at this time. I mean, I haven't lost any hair yet. If anybody's curious about that, typically you don't start losing your hair until two to three weeks after your first treatment. And you know, right now I'm, I, I hate to pray about things of vanity, mm-hmm. but I'm praying that my hair just thins out a little and I don't lose it completely. I'm prepared to lose it completely and that's totally fine if I do. Most people do. But so far I'm praying that, you know, it's just a little bit, but no hair loss yet. Um, And I think too, just our, our healthy lifestyle. We've just really adopted a much healthier lifestyle since the very beginning of the year. And although we've had some cheat meals this week, um since my hunger is like on another level insatiable yeah very um i think that we still have maintained a super healthy lifestyle and have been moving 
all the time. I mean, and you can't help but move when you have a four-year-old and a one-year-old. But um, on top of that, I think we've been doing a really good job at staying active and being healthy. And I'm just hoping and praying that it continues that way throughout the course of this treatment. I think it will. One down, seven to go. You got this, babe. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. Next week, I... Are you hungry? <laughs> yes. Oh, I think I heard your stomach <laughs> through the... Through my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm only drinking juice tonight. That's it. I'm not eating anything else for the rest of the night. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you back next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>